Welcome everyone to episode two of Here's My Thing podcast. Uh, sorry, this one is a little bit late. Had to do a little bit editing on the side and then there were some life things that happened. So I hope you understand. Um, and once again, welcome to the podcast. Um, when you talk about movies today, most people um, think of streaming services, those big giants like Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. I know that there's others out there, but that's not really the point of this discussion today. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm a person that truly enjoys movies. Uh, these services are a complete godsend. I don't have to leave my house to watch a movie. I can watch it in the comfort of my own home. Uh, I don't have to wear pants. It's excellent. Um, it's a great thing for people that like to, uh, you know, that like to be at home sometimes. Um, just speaking of movies, one of the other things I used to do, I used to collect movies. Um, I still do, but not as much as I used to when I was younger. Um, it really started, I would say, in college. Um, I realized there were, a, there were a lot of movies that I just, I just missed out on. I had no clue about. And... Honestly, I just couldn't let that stand. Plus, I mean, the looks I used to get when I said I hadn't seen a movie. Let's say, have you seen Scarface? Oh, have you seen The Godfather? Uh, have you seen Boys in the Hood? And, you know, all these movies where there were times where I was pretty much stuck. Uh, and of those three movies listed, I have still only seen one of those. And I'll never tell. Back, back to it. Um, so that was, that was, let's say, like I said, starting college, uh, and my main source of getting movies was Walmart. They had a $5 bin. They also had those specials on movies where it was like four in one collection. Um, those were pretty dope. And usually you would find a gem in there. Um, something that you had been looking for and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe they got this on DVD. Uh. You know, those, those were those nights. And a lot of times, especially in college, uh, the time frame where I would go and get those movies was maybe around 2, 3 in the morning. Uh, because there, at that Walmart, that particular Walmart in Kentucky, that's when they would be doing their ship change and they'd be, you know, stocking and doing things like that. So that was the perfect time to go in there and see what movies they were going to put out, if there was anything new or if they were going to slash a sale. It just worked out. Um, <clears throat> then after college, uh, there is uh, the one main place I used to go to was called Hastings. It's kind of like your Barnes and Nobles on uh, on crack, I guess you could say. So Hastings had books. They had um, you know reading sections and then they had a whole other section where it was like movies dvds games and it, it was it was a huge store and they had pretty much a lot of stuff there uh to fit your particular hobby it was great um they had a teacher discount uh when i first became a teacher which was really good um actually it wasn't the teacher discount really didn't do anything because everything that i bought there um there was no way I could swing it to make it appropriate for a classroom. Like, 
if I bought Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, what would what would be my reasoning for? Oh yeah, this is a school purchase. Like what what would we be studying from Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, Power of Dreams, maybe. Could that be it? Uh, we could flip it on his head, and this is a bit of a stretch. We could flip it on his head and say Nightmare on Elm Street is. Uh, you know, a slight depiction of what hell could be. You know, everybody's dreams. Everybody has their own situation. Everybody faces their own demons. Um, I would say that's what hell would be. I don't. I don't think that hell is. Uh, I think hell is geared toward, or the concept of hell is geared toward everybody's uh, personal personal sin. You know. That's that's a topic for another conversation. We can have this discussion to go into uh, what the aspect of hell is, um, the re the reality of it. Is it a location? Is it like going to hell? Is like going to uh, you know the Kentucky Derby, or is hell a concept like the cloud? Uh, I think yeah, I think that's going to be another topic for another day. So put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. Um. Going back to the movies, man, I'm jumping all over the place. You know, uh, going back to those movies, another reason why I like Hastings was because um, the movies were cheap. Uh, fresh out of college, you know, starting teaching, teaching salary wasn't all that well. Uh, but I had enough money to buy DVDs. I had enough money to um, feed feed that that. Um, that animal inside of me that wanted um, different things to see, different different things to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess that, I guess that's how how you would say that. Um, it, it's I love movies because of the aspect of what is this person thinking of? What what ideas does this does this person have? That's why. I, I always love sci-fi and horror and things like things of those natures where it's not reality in a way. I want to see, okay, what is this this director's or this screenwriter's vision of what space is like? What is their vision of what hell looks like or what heaven looks like? Um, those are always really different because you always have to not you always have to, but I find it um, a lot easier to have your mind open to just different things and different aspects and different concepts of what people could feel is true. You know, you always want to give people the, the benefit of the doubt. You want to listen to them. You want to hear them out because the things that you think may not be true at all. The things that you fully believe or you heard from the people that you trusted they could have gotten misinformation too. So we're constantly in that battle of, you know, trying to say, trying to say things that we believe are true, but we really don't know the factual evidence behind it. Uh, one of the main things, and, and I'm not getting political here, but one of the main things that I looked at was the whole thing with Elizabeth Warren and being Native American. When I was a kid, people would say, hey, you know, I got Indian in me, you know, da 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 a certain percentage. And they fully believed that. That's because that's what their parents told them. That's what their family told them. That's what their elders told them. So why would you 
Why would you doubt that? Why would you question it if somebody that you love and you have full faith in it said, okay, yeah, this is a part of who you are. You don't research it. You just know it to be true because you believe that those people that told you that, your elders, your parents, your family, that that's true. I can't imagine how many people have gone through their life saying they're half this or a percentage that, and it's not true. It's just something that they were told, something that just kind of flowed down the grave line of their family history, and it's never double-checked. And I find that interesting. You know, um, I think that's another, that could be another topic for another day. So we'll put a pen in that one too. So that's two pens for today. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, I think we were talking about movies, right? Oh, golly. So, um, and, and just that movie, movie experiences, uh, not going to the movies, but actually renting them too. That's a whole nother experience. Um, and there's going to be an entire generation that may not have that movie rental experience like we had when we were younger, that that blockbuster experience, you know. Um, I guess the closest they may have is waiting in line at Redbox. And now you don't even have to do that. Um, you can sit at home and just push a button and your movie comes to you. Everything is so easy and convenient. Uh, we are definitely going the way of Wally, but... I really don't have the energy to go down that rabbit hole today. Um, Wally is a. If you haven't seen it, I want you to check it out. It's not just a cartoon. It's not just an animation film for kids. It has a strong uh, message behind it if you're willing to look for it. Um, but just that blockbuster. Going back to blockbuster, that experience was so much fun when I was a kid. It was a totally different atmosphere when you walked in. It was so bright. And there was, I think there was a smell to that place. I'm not sure, but, but it, it was there. Um, I know I'm sensationalizing it a little bit, but that's how much it meant to me as a kid. Um, that's how much that experience of like, hey, hey, y'all, let's get in the car. We're going to Blockbuster. We're going to rent a movie for the weekend. Man, it, it, it was almost like Christmas, especially growing up in the hood where, um, those type of things, those experiences were were the biggest. Those what you look forward to. You look forward to going to Blockbuster. You look forward to going, uh, having a skate or shut in at the Skate King. Uh, you look forward to baseball games at Jackie Robinson Corps League, and you just you look forward to um, just those experiences as a family because a lot of times during the week. Um, you didn't really have them. My, you know, both of my parents worked, so, and then we did sports. So a lot of times we would all get home later in the day, and that's, that's kind of how it went. And just, sorry about that little delay. I had to pause it for a quick second. But, um, uh, where was that? Yeah, Blockbuster video. Uh, that, the Blockbuster experience. Um, so just, just jumping back into that, the, I think about Blockbuster and how much fun it was, uh, just going in there and seeing this, it was just so bright. It was, it was like you walked into a, a new world, I guess you could say. Um, but 
But the funny thing that I found out, you know, or not found out, but one of the things that I found funny about Blockbuster was their rental policy. Um, I don't know if they thought they were clever, but I pretty much caught on to it. Um, what was it? They let you rent a movie for, was it five or seven days? <clears throat> At first, I thought that would be convenient for the family to have it all, you know, to give them that much space to, you know, to watch the movie together, you know, as a family, sit down, dinner, who knows. But then I really, really thought about it. And I'm like, they gave us seven days, so we will forget that we had the movie in the first place. And that's how we're going to rack up late fees. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you forget about it, and then you keep going about your day because you don't you don't make random trips to Blockbuster. You're not just like, oh, I'm going to go here. That was, that was an experience. So when you went there, it was for a purpose. And you're not just going to go up there just, just to go up there to turn in a movie whatever you'll get to it later that's what i would say you'll get to it later and then later turns turns to later and later turns into late fees um i always found it funny because we used to we would get um a late fee here or there but then we just you know my family figured it out and we would watch the movie same day and damn near sometimes even return it that night easy peasy um and and that was that's the thing that I found funny. It's just like when you rent a movie, um, how how many days do you expect to watch it within? Um, do you rent a movie on Monday and say, okay, we're gonna watch this on Thursday night? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Usually when we talked about renting a movie, we wanted to we wanted to watch that movie that night. So after you watch it once, what's it gonna do? It's just gonna sit there. You might as well turn it back in. You know, to to avoid forgetting about it in the next place, you know. But that's just something that um, I picked up on that me and my family did. So, you know, let me know if, you know, if your family did something different. Uh, right now, I'm just talking about Blockbuster, but there's so many other um, video stores that I've been to that I have stories about, whether it's Hollywood video, family video, or your quote, unquote, local video stores uh, in your small town. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll touch on some of those stories a little bit later. If you're here with me, stick with me. Um, you, you'll be in for a bit of a laugh. Um, I will say that Blockbuster did have a legit setup in their store. Um, it was pretty cool. I've kind of mentioned it multiple times. And it, just growing up in the city, the new releases were just that, new. Um, it wasn't like today where you have access to trailers at your fingertips. Um, you can read reviews, read, you know, um, hey, this is this is something that, you know, maybe coming out later, like a pre-review or a preview. We have that now. But back then, um, I didn't have access to it. It was literally judging a book by its cover. Um, you had a few life-size cutouts promoting the movies. Maybe you maybe had something on the screen showing you something, maybe a trailer or they have a video going on. Um, those were the times where a lot of times I had to make my decisions. I had to make, make a choice right then and there 
of what I wanted to see. I couldn't pick up the VHS case. Yes, that's right. I'm old enough to remember VHSs. I couldn't pick up the VHS case, turn it around, and be like, you know what? I'm going to look and see what some of these reviewers say. What's, what's going on on Rotten Tomatoes? What's on Metacritic? No, you didn't have that. It was true word of mouth. If your friend said that was a good movie, you believed him. You didn't look for a second opinion because that's your friend. Uh, we all lived in our own little bubbles before this rise and expansion of social media, of the Internet. We didn't have it. Um, and I just I just find that interesting because just of the growth of where we're going, we went we went to drive to a location, Blockbuster to rent DVDs. There was a store there. Then all of a sudden Redbox came along and you know what? You can pick up a movie while you're getting a Big Mac at McDonald's because that was the first place I saw Redbox was at McDonald's. And I thought it was I thought it was a smart move. Put a movie rental place for a buck where most people go. And not only most people, but most people with kids, if they want to quiet down, they'll take them to McDonald's. So if you're at McDonald's, you see a kid there, you put flashy, flashy movie poster-like uh, DVD cases for them to see, they're going to bug their parents. You got your sale there. And, and it's even it's almost even worse than Blockbuster because a lot of times you'll go to Netflix, you'll go to a Netflix kiosk. Wow, Netflix kiosk. Scratch that, a Redbox kiosk. You'll go there, and then the next one, there's not another one in your town for 20, 30 miles. So when you rent from Redbox, when you rented from Redbox back in the day, you had to be sure you were going back to that location in a certain time frame so that you're not getting charged. Ugh. Redbox, man. I, every Everything comes along and you think, oh, man, it's clever until you really, really dive into it and realize this is going to affect more people in a negative way than it's making me feel good right now because I got the movie I wanted. Um, and just back back to just the store of Blockbuster. I think did they have blue carpet in there? Um, I feel like the carpet was a different color, and I'm I'm thinking it's blue, but I may be wrong. Um, I'm not completely sure, but one thing I do know is that me and my brothers have all thrown up in a Blockbuster at one time or another. <laughs> Every one of us has thrown up, and uh, each time it happened, we were with my dad. Uh, <laughs> I feel I feel a bit sorry uh, for him having to deal with that, um, dealing with you know three young boys, and then randomly one of them just throws up in the store because um, you know you took us to Blockbuster because it was your weekend with us and you wanted it to be a great thing and then next thing you know you got to deal with a sick kid vomiting and then two other kids upset because now you're worrying about our brother but you know we want to spend time with you too so I get the struggle that uh my dad may have had internally you know um it is what it is but it's still pretty fucking funny to think about that. Um, and I remember him exactly. Uh, uh, Corian, my youngest brother. Uh, well, not now because my dad had another kid just a year or two ago. So uh, 
in the 90s, my youngest brother, Corey, and he threw up at uh, the Blockbuster counter. Um, my other brother, Keenan, he threw up in the video game section. And me, I made the wise choice to vomit in the Western section. And I'll tell you why I chose Western. Uh, because in my head, I was like the only person I know that watches Westerns uh, is my grandma and grandpa. And they aren't here at the store with me, so they're not going to step in it. So it's perfectly safe. And I upchucked all over the floor. Uh, I know it was a weird way of thinking, but in my head, I was like, oh, my family is all that matters. If they're not in here, ah, somebody will pick, pick it up. And that mentality is why I fully believe that uh, I'm an asshole. And that's... Uh, going to be a topic for another day. Um, I may just title it Asshole Chronicles. Oh, actually, that sounds like a porno. I'm going to come up with a different name. Uh, that, that's that's a little bit more functional for the podcast. Um, but anyways, I think I've shared enough for today. Uh, but be on the lookout for, you know, the next episode that involves movies. Um, I think I'll stick with um I'm going to stick with the movie idea and kind of tell you more about some of my favorite movies that I watched growing up as a kid. Um, Things that may may or not be uh, a bit touchy subject because back then uh, we there was a little bit more freedom in language than it is today. I know I am fully aware of um, some of the movies that I watched as a kid would probably be trigger warnings for kids today hell even adults today Uh, but we can dive into that when we talk about um, when we start the movie discussion and the first movie that I'm going to talk about uh, remember I I stated that I love horror and science fiction and one of the favorite movies that I'm going to talk about is Event Horizon Uh, if you haven't seen it uh, I'm not going to say you should go see it if that's not your type of movie, but um, Event Horizon is is a clever look into uh, science fiction space and a bit of uh, Lovecraftian elements. Um, you're going to hear that term a lot, Lovecraftian, because it has some interesting stuff in it. Um, disregard who that who the man was and what he did and what you know what he believed in. The stories that he wrote were still good. You got to have that separation. Um, You got to be able to separate the person from their art. uh, Because if we don't, then everything will be... um, Everything will be turned on its head. Again, uh, thank you for checking out uh, this segment of uh, the podcast. Uh, Here's my thing. We talked about movies today. Uh, I think we'll talk about movies the next time, tomorrow, the next day, the next week. Who knows? Um, Just be on the lookout uh, for the next movie segment, and I will talk to you all later. Take care. Have fun. Be blessed.